Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show with a microphone that is way too loud for old Simon Miller here, but it's okay, we can turn that down. Maybe we'll turn back up again. I've just realized that my microphone defaulted last week, and now I don't think I can change it. So yes, all the sound is going to be coming out of the damn, <laughs> the damn wrong thing, but I don't actually think it lets you change it once we've started no it doesn't that's a shame we're just gonna have to put up with it what a terrible way to start a live stream i mean it's the way i start all my live streams yeah you can't change it once we're going ah hopefully it's okay if it's not it's not okay but welcome to simon's pro wrestling show number like 195 <coughs> give it a cough uh usual spiel i give to everyone watching on youtube thank you very much for joining me i do massively appreciate it um the internet is dodgy where I live. It should be fixed by the end of Q1, which is very soon. We're putting a podcast studio over there. But mostly, thanks very much for joining me. Thanks for liking and subscribing and doing all the cool things with my channel. Also, welcome to everybody listening on the podcast feed. I appreciate you too. I just love all of you. And one day, I'd like to marry you. And in fact, if you are coming to WrestleMania weekend, I'm not going to marry you. But make sure you come and say hello uh, on the Wednesday, which is the 30th, I believe. There's the Pandemonium show. There's the Dark Art show. And there is um, uh, the Relentless show. I'm booked on all three, maybe. Well, I don't know about the last one yet, but I'm definitely going to be there all day. So come on down. Then on Sunday, I'm doing Mitzvah Mania. And we're going to do ups and downs. And we're going to cover a bunch of shows. So make sure you come out and say hello, because it's a pleasure seeing you and making you feel all warm and fuzzy in my tum tum. Also, before we begin, John the Gin, my friend, always supporting the channel, massively appreciated. He has dropped a super chat already. You can do that too. I'll read out your question, your statement, whatever you put there. I will at least reference it. Even if it's massively offensive, I still address it. I just may not say it in the way that it is. Um, But John the Gin, my man, says, I made Simon say this, and so can you. (laughs) He's just supporting Super Chats. Looking forward to watching this when I get home, mate. John, it is always a pleasure to have you in the chat, especially because you're um, so damn nice. Now, given what I've... uh called this podcast this show which is ww10 the best wrestling story ever right now there's already people going no <laughs> because wrestling is just so negative and it's funny and it's got to the point now where i just find it amusing i mean it is a somewhat of a hyperbole title it is somewhat of a oh man i want to drag some people in here you know title but at the same time when you break it down and think about it Throw your ideas in the chat as well. The super chat, whatever the hell you want to do. Also, shout out to my patrons, patreon.com. Force us, Simon, to 316. Without them, I can't do this at all. So I love you deep down from the bottom of my heart that beats for you. Like, you... The Mega Powers comes up. That's a story people talk about. People talk about Kane and The Undertaker. People talk about John Cena and CM Punk. People talk about Austin and The Rock. People talk about... Oh, there'll be other things I can't think of right now. There's been... And there's been so many storylines. But when you actually sit down and you think about the Bloodline one, okay, it may not be the best of the best, but is it in that conversation? You damn right it is. I watch Raw and I watch SmackDown every single week and I want to see where it goes. We're peaking at WrestleMania. As they proved last night on Raw, they've got plans for after WrestleMania. WWE never has plans for after WrestleMania. They haven't for a long ass time. We're teasing that the Bloodline's going to break up. We're teasing that Solo Sokoa may feud with Roman Reigns. Maybe the Usos feud with Roman Reigns. What's Cody going to do? What's Kevin Owens going to do? What's Sami Zayn going to do? Who else is going to swim into this barrel of madness? So I actually think with the amount of effort they're putting in and how much I'm enjoying it and how I watch every single segment and go, it's so wonderful, it's so funny. I put it right in there, man, which is why I have no problem writing that title, even if it is there, again, to try and engage the conversation and create a little bit of a chat, play devil's advocate, if you will. I still think it. I think I think it's absolutely tremendous. Somebody else has just mentioned the Triple H, HBK, and Taker storyline. It's going. To, um, nothing is actually the best ever because it's going to depend on how you feel that day. I mean, people always say, "Simon, what's your favorite Metallica song?" It changes all the time. But now I think I will wake up some days and I will think about professional wrestling. And every now and then, damn right, I will put the Bloodline storyline in my top five, my top 10, my top eight, my top two, my top three, whatever it may be. Because not only has it made Roman Reigns a star that WWE always wanted him to be, that's not even an argument. If you're trying to argue with me, I won't even listen to you. I just go, la, 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 like I'm eight years old. But it has made Jay and Jimmy Uso bigger stars. And I would argue they're probably 
the biggest star tag team in all of wrestling right now. Again, it can be debated. Look what it's done to Cody Rhodes. Look at the reaction Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens got. They're going to win the tag team championship at WrestleMania. And it's going to be one of the most important tag team championship wins ever in WWE. And I know there's a caveat to that because, you know, Vincent Mann was all like, oh, I don't like tag team wrestling for one reason or another, but I don't care. A fact is a fact, and I totally believe that's a fact. So when you have a storyline that is doing this well and causing this much intrigue and this much interest, and the proof is in the pudding, ratings are up or at least stable most weeks, live attendances are through the roof and reactions are all over the place and YouTube videos, people are going crazy. I'm saying it, man. I think it's one of the best wrestling stories ever, and I'm enjoying the heck out of it. And last night on Raw, especially when we got some back and forth, some wrestling tennis between Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. Oh, it's just having the best time. Shout out to Rian Williams in the super chat as well. This is a lovely message. I appreciate this, Rian. Thanks for making my day better with ups and downs. You know how much that means to me? Load. Sometimes I make those videos. And I think because I put so much time into it, just the nature of the beast, not complaining, and because I like to give as much energy as I possibly can, sometimes you kind of submit it and you're like, man, was that any good? Maybe it wasn't so good. And when you hear stuff like that, Rian, and every now and then I, I kind of pop in the comments and people are saying how much they enjoy it and how it's nice that it's a positive environment. That's good stuff. Rian, thank you very much. You're the reason that I do this stuff. Uh, and the Hebrew Hammer, always a nice guy and always supporting, has said, Simon should have been the one to end the streak. Dude, I don't want that on my... I don't want that one. <laughs> I'm like, Edge. I'm like, I don't want people... People yell at me now because I point my finger around. Can you imagine if I broke the streak? I always like this. People always very, very nicely send me messages saying, Simon, you should be like a surprise entrant in the Rumble. And as I've said a thousand times before, if there was two people that were like, it's the YouTube guy, I'd be like, oh, thank you very much. But I'd walk out there, <coughs> excuse me, at like number 15, and it would be deathly silence. And WW would probably do it to like teach me a lesson and be like, Simon, you do all the stuff that you've done over the years. And they would probably be accurate, and they would probably be correct, and then I'd be a sad panda. However, the fact that we do have this lovely little community makes me happy. But yeah, that interaction between Roman Reigns and Cody uh, Rose yesterday, I thought was awesome. I didn't know whether we were going to touch on the AEW stuff, and I thought the way we did it was handled very, very well, because he tied it into the overall story. Where you've been for the last few years, Cody, you ran away because you want to be no stardust. What did you do when you were away? Or you started a promotion. Then what did you do when you like, what was going on? You ran away. You came back to WWE, you got put in the big boy matches, and what did you do? You tore your peck and you had to run away. You ain't cut out for this, son. And then Cody Rhodes is like, oh, you're trying to manipulate me, are you? Well, I'm a smart baby face, which again, sometimes in WWE you don't get. I'm going to manipulate you back. It's like, uh, you know, in the Zelda games, when you get to Ganon at the end and you have to play tennis with him at the end, he fires a bolt with you, you have to go swing with a master sword and hit it back that. That's what we were doing here, which is probably Cody planned that because he loves Zelda. He mentioned the master sword last week. I forgot to mention ups and downs. and I was absolutely devastated. But um, yeah, you know, when, when all of a sudden Cody starts talking about, you know, when you lose the belts, what's you gonna, where are you going to be? Where's Jey Uso going to be? He don't like you. Where's Jimmy Uso going to be? He's going to be with his brother. And there's Sola Sokoa, who was basically me 10 years ago, and I know that story. He's going to rise up and kick your ass. And there are rumors out there that we have, again, all our plans to WrestleMania 40. Again, take it with a pinch of salt. And that maybe, just maybe, we have planned in a Sola Sokoa-Roman Reigns feud. I need that in my life. I truly, truly do. I need it. Like air. I'm going to wake up one day, and if I don't have that, I'm just going to collapse on the floor. And I think probably eventually you can do the Jey Uso feud too. What they did on Raw last night was sublime because Roman Reigns basically had the same chat with Jey Uso. This is why it's so good. This is why I support my title. Of course I did. I wrote this title. It was the same conversation that Roman Reigns had with... Um, Sami Zayn, like, before he kicked his ass or before it all went bad. Now he's doing it to Jey Uso. He's giving him the eyes. Oh, I've got magic powers in my eyes. And I can figure out whether you're a good guy or a bad guy. So, and obviously, you know, even Jimmy Uso, when he was talking to Roman, was all like, my brother, I love my brother so much. I'm all about my brother. So it all depends what happens at WrestleMania. I still have, we talk about this every single week. I know it's boring. Snore, snore. I still have this inkling in my tum-tum. <laughs> Who am I? That I'm not 100% sure Roman Reigns is going to lose. Just not, I don't know what that means. I don't, I don't know how that works. I mean, I think if I was booking it, I think Cody Rhodes has to win. I think it's more interesting. And again, you can do all this stuff with Roman just becoming an absolute, um, you know, just a madman because he can't handle it anymore. But I think that's what makes this main event so good too. And again, why I think all of this is so excellent because I don't know. And while the best storylines are always the simplest storylines, you always want that seed of doubt because you always want to be on the edge of your seat. You always want to be going, well, well, because that just makes it feel a little bit more real. I could honestly go on about this all day. I mean, the first thing we saw on Raw was Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens coming out after they reunited on SmackDown. Do you hear that reaction when they just did a hug? 
everyone went crazy. They come out here, everyone went crazy. As I said, ups and downs, you can check out on What Culture Wrestling when we're done here. Stay with me first, but please go and support that. And like this video, and like that video, and do all the engagement. But um, I just don't merge the themes. So Kevin Owens is, goes, and Sami Zayn's goes, I don't want anything like, actually it sounds quite good in my head. I don't want it. We do it all the time. It makes me want to throw up on myself, and I don't even know what that means. I'm just repeating stuff from ups and downs here, but it's important sometimes. It's like a State of the Union address. It's like the Brie mode music. If you're brand new to wrestling and you never heard Brie Bella's theme, go and listen to it later. I should have got it all like, planned up, but I didn't. It, I know I'm making the same joke twice, but it's true. It sounds like someone like, trying to throw up and sing at the same time. And it goes, Brie mode, and it gives me chills, and it makes me want to run away, and it makes me never want to talk to anyone again. <laughs> That's uh, funny. Why am I laughing at my own stuff? But yeah, don't do that. Keep them as a tag team. I love the fact that they're best of buds. And how good is that match going to be at WrestleMania? It's got story and it's got four premier workers in it. I like the fact we didn't muck around either. They just came out and Jimmy and Juice were like, all right, we're, we're going to do it two weeks away. So, so we should do it. So absolutely tremendous stuff. And then, of course, we pitter-patted with Roman throughout the show. That's to keep the audience. But again, it planted the seeds. And then we get to that awesome main event segment where Roman Reigns walked away. Couldn't handle it. He'd been out-manipulated by the good guy, which is what we should be doing. Quick shout-out to Ven Jay as well, uh, who is a member, a channel member, which is always nice. Thank you for that. Just wanted to say thank you for doing everything you do. Heart emoji. Always like a heart emoji. You are part of the reason I decided to become a pro wrestler myself. So thank you. That's always nice. Had a couple of matches this weekend. Shout-out to UKPW and shout-out to Tidal Wrestling. We'll make sure we get them on the channel soon. And a few people said that to me. They said they saw it when I did my mini documentary, whatever you want to call it, about getting into wrestling. And they thought, well, if Miller can do it, why can't I do it? Now, that was always the idea to a, a certain degree. But the fact that it's actually happened is it's, it's wonderful. So as I do have this platform, thank you very much. It gives me motivation and it inspires me. And again, the fact that I have four bookings over WrestleMania weekend, along with the ups and downs, that's just like dream territory. And it doesn't happen without your good selves. So I appreciate you. Shout out to LaMail KH2 in the Super Chat 2 who says, Hey Simon, who from what culture is going to be in LA? I can't wait to go to my first WrestleMania. Hashtag Oscar up. Make sure you come say hello, my friend. I think it's going to be the same as last year. Don't hold me to that. But I'm 99% sure it's me. Otherwise, why did I book my flight? The legendary Phil, where there would be no ups and downs without. Um, Michael Hamflit, the best guy ever. And Adam Wilborn, also the best guy ever. I think, and Phil's the best guy ever too. I think it's going to be those four. But I don't know. But I'm pretty sure at the same time. We obviously have to sort of sort our flights out. So, you know what? That's boring. We don't need to talk about that. So yeah, I, I am happy to sit here and say that I think that the Bloodline stuff should rank among the best ever. And again, when people do say this, Oh, they say Roman Reigns is my favorite wrestler. Don't forget, it's young pups that have grown up on this. I know that Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock are your favorite wrestlers, but you grow up on that. And that's why so many people now, as the generations do move through, say that John Cena is the best. It's why he's getting these kind of reactions, because that's the wrestler that people grew up with. I grew up with Bret Hart and Stone Cold. So they're my guys, right? And then The Rock is kind of hovering around there too. So never forget that that's always the way it works. Wrestling is cyclical. Before that, it was Hogan. Before that, it was Bruno San Martino. Uh, Kenny Omega will be that person for someone, maybe the Young Bucks, etc. You know, just don't know. You just don't know. But uh, no, I thought Raw was good pretty much all the way through. I will say that as, as awesome as all the women's matches are, like who doesn't want to see Bianca Belair versus Oscar? Of course you do. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte is actually pretty damn awesome right now because they had that awesome back and forth or the, or the promo they did on SmackDown. That's the kind of stuff I thought we needed to see more of just because I kind of feel like we've, we've merged all the women's feuds together a bit and none of it is bad and it's good. And again, you've got tremendous workers, but I just think we could take a little bit of Ray and Dom. We could take a little bit of the bloodline and we could just separate them out a little bit. Like I think the one that irks me is, is way too strong because I'm still looking forward to it, which means we've done the job well, but the Oscar Bianca Belair stuff, the fact we did, you know, can they coexist, which I'm always got to be in my bonnet about because yes, I'm watching them exist in front of my eyes. No one got sucked into the, you know, an alternative dimension. Um, but you know, it's right. It's the, it's the dumbest analogy ever. It's like an episode of friends. When you watch friends, you can go, this plot could be solved in about three seconds. If they just talk to each other, if somebody just said, oh, let me like the time when Ross has his weird pant situation, his leather pants, he could just talk about that and explain it instead of saying, I'm going to hide in the bathroom and use a bunch of cream. You're a freak. You're a psycho. All Oscar has to do. Oh, sorry. Bianca Belair has to do is say, Oscar, I pushed you out of the way, fam. 
<laughs> Piper Niven was about to crush you, right? I just think we can we can do better than that. We can. <clears throat> now, maybe WWE knows they don't have to. Again, as far as I'm concerned, Bianca Belair, one of the biggest stars of the last two years. She's going to be massive. Already is, but she's going to get bigger. Oscar, one of the best wrestlers in the world. But I think we could have done a face-to-face, much like we did with Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. I liked everything we did with Rhea Ripley and having the Bailey match. I thought that was cool. But then when all the damage control stuff kind of got merged with the Becky Lynch Lita and um tristrata stuff i'm like well, i think actually we, we can break this up but i mean rhea ripley man who even cares she gonna she has to win at wrestlemania and then we have to make her a super duper megastar she said that in her promo that she's going to become one of the biggest stars in wwe and that's got to be one of these spoilers not a promise or whatever the hell paul Heyman says it's so damn important that she wins that because she has everything she ticks every box she looks different she has presence everything being in judgment day has elevated her same with you know dominic mysterio and finn balor and i hope that we work on that not works too strong strong but Damien Priest very kindly and I think intentionally has taken a back seat but hopefully we light a fire under his ass too but that's what excites me coming out of Wrestlemania I don't mind if Oscar is a champion but I say Bianca Belair is a champ Rhea Ripley is the champ you know they're, they're two people that you want to you absolutely want to lead your, your company forward be it because of their age or their talent or again just because they tick all the boxes but yeah I loved everything that they did on Smackdown uh, Rhea and Charlotte I thought that really set the scene I thought that really uh, just made everything click. And of course, everyone's arguing. We probably talked about this last week, but we'll talk about it again because it kind of blew up. I think Dave Meltzer wrote a rumor that WrestleMania Night 1 main event is going to be Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte. And then everyone goes, I think it should be the tag match. I don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. If that's my biggest problem in life, good for me. Because, okay, from a storyline point of view, obviously the Bloodline stuff is number one. We've already talked about it. But if Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair main events and they have a great match, which they will do, and we continue to do all the things that we have been doing, like we've done on SmackDown, and then Rhea, and we end WrestleMania Night 1 with Rhea Ripley becoming the champion and sending a message out there, we're going to make her a star, we're going to make her a star, that is not a bad thing. And if I get to experience the Usos losing to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn at a relevant point of time too, well, that's just more warm and fuzziness for my tum-tum. So... I'm not bothered. <laughs> Just not. And people get so mad at me. Well, you should be bothered. You're part of the problem. What do you want me to do? Change my feelings? I'm not a Jedi. Shout out to Kaitsu. Oh, that's a nice name. I like that. Probably butchered it. But man, nice to see you. Thank you very much for the super chat and supporting the podcast. I appreciate it. Hard to make money on this thing. What would you do with Seth Rollins post-mania? Seth versus Logan is exciting, but I feel like he should be champ. He's up there with Cody and Roman in terms of being over. Well, I wouldn't argue with you... Uh I wouldn't argue with you there. Oh, man, that's a great question, you know. I mean, what do we do at WrestleMania? Somebody said Logan Paul should win. I went, don't do it. <laughs> don't, not Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is such a constant with that company. And I think he's so damn good that I think he should win. Even though the rumor is that come SummerSlam, it's going to be Logan Paul versus John Cena. Logan Paul is a star regardless. He can lose. No one's going to care. Especially, we go New Japan booking with this. He's brand new. He's had four matches. Of course, Seth Rollins will wick his ass. It's not a problem. So... I mean, what do we do with him afterwards? I don't know. I think it's too soon to go back to the Cody Rhodes feud, but we don't know that Cody's going to win. So yeah, if Roman wins, then potentially maybe we can go back to Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. But then does Seth Rollins lose? I don't know. Give me your thoughts in the chat. Just throw some ideas in there. It's a really interesting point, though. And I think it's why, knowing that WWE has booked a lot of the stuff post-WrestleMania, which is exciting because not only will it make the pay-per-view, excuse me, premium live event, even better... Yeah, you know, it brings up those questions. Who do they who do they have figured in? Who are they going to call up? What is Gunther going to do? What is Drew McIntyre going to do? What is Sheamus going to do? What is Bron Breaker going to do? Is Roxanne Perez going to going to make a jump? Like there is, um, there's a lot of things that you know we we can get into. It's a great question though, and amazingly, I have no answer. Usually, I have an opinion on everything. <laughs> I don't know. I did enjoy what we did with Seth and Logan Paul last night. I mean, it was just Miz TV. But having Logan Paul as a heel is just great. Now, I'm not Logan Paul's biggest fan. You know, I don't listen to his... Actually, I do listen to his impulsive podcast when he has wrestlers on because I'm a massive geek and I'm a massive nerd. But you can't deny his success. You can't deny what he's done. And you can't deny his talent in a wrestling ring. And now that, I don't know, someone has told him, look, you've got to embrace being a bad guy. He's a wrestling savant as far as I'm concerned. He is absolutely flabbing fantastic. So um, more power to him. Liked his promo. Made me laugh. Seth Rollins being in the production truck, I thought it was ridiculous because this was any other place of work. Be fired. People run in. What are you doing, employee? You can't be in here. But at least he was able to push play on his entrance music, so that made sense. The rest is just walking out. What was the audio guy doing? I need this story. And then yeah, I think it kind of did telegraph WrestleMania a little bit, but that's fine because of the second week in a row, Logan Paul knocked him out. Although it's the go-home edition next week, and you'd imagine that Seth Rollins will be up. 
Maybe Logan Paul can win. Is that a problem? I don't think so, as long as the story makes sense. And it's Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is always going to be fine because, as Logan Paul said, he is one of the best wrestlers in the world. He is. He truly is. And he's mega, mega over. So I think that would be cool. I mean, the only things I didn't like on Raw, apart from what we've already talked about, I didn't see why Mustafa Ali had to be in that position with Omos. I don't understand what's going on with this Dolph Ziggler feud. And look, I've got a video coming out on What Culture again, cheap plug, that basically talks about Brock Lesnar versus Omos and why we prejudged it too quickly. And I use facts and evidence. It's not me just going, I love wrestling so much. I use actual things that I've thought about, especially when it comes to Gunther. That's right, I use my brain. It's a rare occurrence. But I, it doesn't get me any more excited watching him squash Mustafa Ali because everybody squashes Mustafa Ali. I like that video, though, where it's all like, Brock Lesnar is big, but Omos is even bigger. <laughs> what am I meant to buy into here? But look, you make me laugh and I love you. I love you for the rest of time. And look, we're going to have at least 14 matches over WrestleMania weekend, or at least 12. Let's be super conservative. One of them can be a train wreck. One of them can be over the top. One of them can be Brock Lesnar versus Omos, as far as I'm concerned. I'm not bothered by it. I'm totally cool. And um, we also need to talk about what is obviously the... If you can hear any weird noises, by the way, my roof is being fixed. It's a whole thing. It's awful. And it's why you should give me super chats. <laughs> That's the worst thing I've ever said. I'm sorry. I am, well, I'm half kidding, obviously. But yeah, roofs, roofs ain't cheap. Don't get a leak in your roof. Don't do it. Walked in to a room one day, fountain coming down on the floor. And I was like, yes, yes. Genuinely, though, I do appreciate all the support. I am only goofing around. Um, yeah, the Maximum Males model stuff. I was just watching it last night. And I saw people, well, this morning. And I saw people melting down on Twitter. How stupid it is. I'm like, they know it's stupid. No one thinks this is Oscar-worthy material, but it makes me happy. I love that they're having fun with it. I think Chad Gable is fantastic with this stuff, and it just puts a smile on my face. And I love that they got the opportunity. And I think Otis is a is a wonderful is, is a wonderful creation. I want to be Simone in the Maximum Male Models. And I thought Gunther versus Rick, uh, Gunther, uh, Chad Gable versus Ricochet was a tremendous match. These WrestleMania showcase matches make no sense. But again, we're nerds, we're geeks, we know what's happening here. It's just the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Rule. It's a way to get 16 people onto the card. And fair enough, why not? I ain't going to begrudge anybody in that. If I was a WWE wrestler and someone said, hey, Simon, we're going to figure out a way to get you on the card and teamed me with Marseille, <laughs> greatest day of my life, I'd be I'd be really happy with that. So I think sometimes you do have to remember the human side. I'm sure they'll be fun too. I saw Ricochet sort of bigging up that match. I was like, yeah, you tell him, Ricochet. You tell him, Rick. You know what you're doing. Um, but I loved all of it. And Chad Gable getting distracted because Maxine Dupree <laughs> came out to take Otis to a modeling session. It's the kind of stuff that I like telling people about wrestling. I like watching their reaction when they're like, why the hell do you watch this stuff? Well, I'll tell you why, because it's the best thing. It's the best thing on television. And I also think on a three-hour show like Raw... I need the um, I need the pacing being changed up. I need the different stuff. I need the goofy wrestling for life. I just do. Because without it, I'm kind of like, well, it's the same thing over and over again. And also, I genuinely think when it's done well, it's entertaining. And I think it's something you can kind of only do in wrestling. Which is why Dominic Mysterio is so great, too. He kind of treads that line. How crazy was that? Who on their bingo cards for 2023 had Dominic Mysterio will pin Johnny Gargano clean? One, two, three. And actually, when you look at it, I don't know what Johnny Gargano is doing at WrestleMania. Potentially nothing. I know he's on the stand and deliver card. But Dominic Mysterio is going to have a massive match with the, the, the Ray. It's going to happen, probably at the Hall of Fame. And he needed a big win, and he got it. That's why, <clears throat> excuse me. I like the Austin Theory versus uh, Montez Ford match too. I love Montez Ford. I think he's going to be absolutely massive in the future. But Austin Theory needs wins going into WrestleMania to make you believe that maybe, just maybe, he can beat John Cena and maybe he will do. And it was clean. And then um, the Dominic Mysterio win was clean. So now when he does fight his dad, you're like, oh man, maybe the son wins. And the son should win. I see no upside for Rey Mysterio getting the victory in that. I see all the upside for Dominic Mysterio winning, especially if Rhea and Dom both come with Ws from WrestleMania. Is going to be wonderful. That they, I don't know if there is an award for best double act in wrestling, but if there is, or most unexpected pairing, or any words to that effect, we give it to Rhea Ripley and Dominic. Wonderful. Both bolstered each other's careers, and the heat that Dominic gets is fantastic. So always remember, um, <sighs> let things play out. I don't know how to say that because no, sometimes you should judge. I mean that. Sometimes you're like, no, this is crap, and you should just move on. But always let things play out because I remember people going, oh, Dominic is rubbish, so bland, I can't stand it. And now he's absolutely fascinating and fantastic. And I, and I love him loads. I think that was pretty much all the um, all the stuff that we got on on Raw. Like, again, it was structured around the, the bloodline stuff as it should have been. 
And I'm totally amazed that we are so close to WrestleMania. Given that I am flying out to WrestleMania a week today, I think we'll probably do all the WrestleMania stuff on Thursday because there's no way I'm going to have time to do this when I'm out there. I mean, I'm very, very blessed. My, my, my schedule is completely, is completely packed. But again, if you're going to any show from Friday onwards, essentially, maybe even Thursday onwards, come find us outside. We'll be there recording nonsense. And I always like saying hello to people because without you, what am I? I I'm absolutely nothing. Um... My, I did have a bunch of news stories I wanted to talk about, but of course they closed down because that's always the way. However, we will get to some questions at the end of the show, so make sure you spam the chat with those, and I can do that. And again, any single super chat, I'll absolutely read out one because I, you know, I appreciate the fact you're giving me money, and two, it just makes it just makes all the sense, um, all the sense in the world. I think Will Osprey is injured at the moment. I mean, it's not surprising because he, he he's totally totally wild that man. Um, but I hope he's okay. I think it's always important to address injuries, which is why I want to address Carmella as well. Because again, it was meant to be Carmella and Chelsea Green, who are going to be a new tag team in one of those showcase matches. And we didn't uh, we didn't see her last night. And I haven't seen anything to explain why. Slap your head. So I hope that they're, they're, you know, they're okay. I don't think anybody else got injured this week or I may, be, I may be forgetting about it. AEW had that house show though, and that seemed to go very well. And the reason I bring that up is because I believe that Anna Jay returned. And that's good because she had a dislocated rib which sounds absolutely disgusting. I'm not going to talk about it <laughs> because we talk about it all the time. But yes, she got that in the hardcore match or the street fight. She's allowed to have street fights. She's allowed to have a hardcore match. Shout out to the Hebrew Hammer. Very nice. He has done a super chat that says, do you think WWE's silly presentation style hurts Oscar and her darker gimmick because it's sports entertainment? Why can't they give her a darker character like Sting? Well, that's interesting. I like what Oscar's doing. I don't like the way they've tied it into the feud. But now that you said that, uh, Double H, I actually think you're probably right. I think we should do that. I think if you're going to make a character different, you should go all in. Maybe she can win the championship and then we do it. Like I don't mind planting the seeds and then, and then pulling the trigger. But actually, no, I think there's something in that. I agree with you. We should. Because we don't have many dark characters on the roster right now that are... Not spooky wooky. I think of Bray Wyatt. Edge was kind of doing it last night with the demon versus the devil, and that was fine. I saw some saw some people going, I don't like music in the background of promos. That's it. <laughs> That's what you're gonna get. I mean, you don't have to like it, but I wouldn't worry about it too much. But it's an odd way to get there, but I guess we've only got you know two weeks left or whatever. I think that just makes all the sense in the world. Edge can be his brood character, Finn Balor can be the demon. Uh, the demon is a heel. Again, if you've seen him do it in New Japan on the indie scene, you know that it works fine, but we've never seen it in, well, more than fine. But we've never seen it in WWE, so that's cool. And it's probably going to add to the violence and the craziness of the match. But you're right. There is an opening for that kind of character, especially on the woman's side of things. So they should do it. And I think Sting is a great example of that. This is what we should talk about quickly. Goldberg is a free agent, right? Goldberg's a free agent. Everyone goes crazy. Please don't go to AEW. Have you seen what Tony Khan has done with Legends? Jeff Jarrett, amazing. Sting, hence why I'm bringing it up, amazing. Jake Roberts when he was around, amazing. Tully Blanchard was amazing. He would figure out how to make Goldberg work. I'm all for Goldberg being an AEW. Shouldn't be on every show. Shouldn't be the world champion. Shouldn't be beating Kenny Omega. Shouldn't be beating, I don't know, Wardlow. Shouldn't be beating Powerhouse Hobbs. But should he be involved like those guys were? Yes, he, his boy can be, who'd be his boy? Wardlow can be his boy. You always, have to, you always have to team up with someone if you're a legend. I have no problem with it. I am all right if Bill Goldberg wants one last match and he goes out and he figures out a way wherever he wants to do it. I have no problem with this whatsoever. But again, people instantly jump to, oh, he's going to take over the company. Should he have beaten The Fiend? No, <laughs> he shouldn't have done. But it's happened now and it was years ago. I don't think Tony Khan would make the same mistake. But I think if he's got the bag, should he throw it at him for one match? Yes, People would tune in for that. We'd a bunch of people moan about it. Alex McCarthy, I love him. One of my favorite people in the world. He moaned about it, but he's open about it. And I appreciate it. Make sure you check his wrestling coverage out of the Daily Mail. But I'm all for it, man. I got no problem with it. I love that stuff. I love the nostalgia stuff. You've got to, you've got to treat it correctly. And so far, Tony Khan has an unblemished record with that stuff. So hell yeah. Shout out to KZ in the Super Chat. He says, Simon, give yourself an up. You deserve it. I'm never actually going to be able to give myself an up because that would make me like the arrogant Alan. <laughs> Not that all Alans are arrogant. I just like putting names on things, as you know. But the fact that you even went out of your way to do that, my friend, is very, very kind of you. So what I shall do is I'll take that up and I shall give it to you as well. You get a massive up, to, uh, to say the least. But yeah, that's how I feel about Goldberg. And uh, people are going to get mad at me now, but that's okay. He's my dad. When he comes home later, I can't, <laughs> I can't say, Dad, I, uh, I told people that you suck. <laughs> 
Also, he's not my dad. Still get this. Is Goldberg really your dad? Trust me. Age-wise, that doesn't work out. Goldberg be young. <laughs> when he having babies. Shout out to Spaz Phoenix in the super chat that says, what if in the tag match, here we go, check out Spaz Phoenix and his podcast, Sammy accidentally, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Sammy accidentally kicks Key at KO and they lose. Looks for redemption by helping Cody <laughs> accidentally kicks him. <laughs> and he loses and then Sammy raises Roman's hand. He never left the bloodline. WrestleMania was the last test. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here, Vince Russo. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. It's the most Vince Russo idea ever. Now, look, do I actually think that could work in an environment that we're not currently in? Yes, I do. I don't mind twists. I don't mind swerves. To give Vince Russo his credit, he booked a lot of good stuff. Survivor Series 1998, as far as I'm concerned, is his his peak, his chef's kiss, whatever we want to call it. He totally smashed that. But that's not what we're doing right now. I don't think we should do it with that. I don't think it makes sense. I think you'd annoy people. You don't want to annoy the fans, right? There was a story amazing this week, which actually, you know, sometimes it kind of works out in the sense that Trish Stratus talked about the time she was teaming with Chris Jericho and Christian. And originally the plan was she was actually going to team up with Chris Jericho. They were going to hug and become a partnership. And I think they were going to be called Trish Jericho or something. It's not that. It's better than that. I can't remember what it was. But at the last minute, Vince McMahon called her in and said, oh, no, you're going to team up with Christian because the fans want this. And I don't want to give the fans what they want. Now, nine times out of ten, you should absolutely give the fans what they want. But in that situation, it gave us that amazing pairing between Trish Stratus and Christian, and I loved that. I loved it when she turned on Jericho. So there are moments when you can do it, but this is not one of those moments. I need to see Cody win. Still not sure about it, but that's what I would do. And I need to see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn win. I want to feel good. I want to see my heroes succeed because it's the same when you watch a superhero movie. Oh, okay. So I've just had a power cut. But because obviously I'm on battery, <laughs> because I'm using my 4G... I don't know what to do. I'm going to have to go trip the switch. Right. I'll be back. Clearly the thing has gone down. <laughs> Maybe the Undertaker's here. Bray Wyatt's in my house. Somebody help. I'll be back in just one second. Please don't leave. And we're back. Well, <laughs> if I only had cool things, right? I could have made that whole thing. Although at least the, the show didn't go down. But that was absolutely... <laughs> <laughs> that was imagine you did turn it back on and the Undertaker was sat here or the House of Black or <laughs> Bray Wyatt. It would be the uh, it would be the best thing ever. That was genuinely that was genuinely very very funny. Oh well, we start again. We know what I don't even know what I was talking about. We'll go with my man. I can never pronounce his name. But he supports me every single week. Thank you so much, Bush and Ryu Cat. Says uh, Simon in the super chat. A question and a reaction, please. Always like reactions. That's always a fun thing to do on YouTube. Could you see Seth after WrestleMania used in a feud with a returning AJ Styles? How do we forget about AJ Styles? Now, the Good Brothers are off TV as well. That's probably why. When AJ Styles come back, I'm sure Gallows and Anderson will come back too. Yes, why not? It's interesting. I don't know how it fits in, because Seth Rollins is definitely a babyface right now. But maybe AJ Styles as a heel would be interesting. It's not like he hasn't done a lot as a face. But he would need two friends because the Good Brothers would be would get involved. Maybe Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I mean, you're gonna have to tell that story between Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins and why they would be mates. I like that. I, I absolutely like that a lot. Oh my gosh, my computer's just going nuts now, <laughs> throwing crap at me as things turn back on. And number two, I just saw a real trailer for Shredder TMT in COD Warzone 2.0. Well, I need to watch that as well. Anything with Shredder and Turtles, I am down for. I love Shredder. One of the best villains ever. And I'm not joking. That's why he's on so many of my t-shirts. Because I think he's flubbing great. Right. So, I don't even know <laughs> I don't even know what we were talking about now. I just want to make sure I've not missed anyone's super chat. So, I have. The Hebrew Hammer. What a lovely guy he is. Lol. Wait. So, New Blood Rising isn't your favorite Russo show. <laughs> we did a retro ups and downs on New Blood Rising, right? Look. There's some, uh, there's some hilarious, well, people tell me they're hilarious, retro, uh, retro ups and downs out there. I swear we did New Blood Rising. So check it out. If I have to suffer, <laughs> if I have to suffer, you suffer too. As a quick tangent, loads of people in the chat are saying, Simon, are you the WWE on BT Sport guy? That is me. That's right. I think I say this every time, but I'm always happy to, to let people know. Um, I am very lucky to be the voiceover guy for WW2K in this country. So if you are watching on BT Sport and during the ad breaks, you hear WWE 2K23 sponsors 
uh, WWE, whatever it is. I can't remember the line now. I said it so many times. It is indeed me. It's a cool gig to get. Um, some people think I'm working with WWE. I'm not. I'm working with 2K. There's a big difference. They operate on their own. Uh, they operate in their own little uh, in their own little bubble. But um, yes, it's it's, uh, it's a wonderful thing to to get to do. And I feel very, very lucky and very, very blessed to do it. But as I always say, and I'm not joking around, the only reason I get to, to do this kind of stuff is because of the support I get from your, you know, from, from you guys. So thank you so much. It, it means the world that I get to there. That wasn't, I mean, it, it is like a dream come true, which sounds silly, but it's never a dream that I had on my radar. I never thought I'd be that person. So, so, so thank you very much. Um, I honestly can't remember what you're talking about. I'm not used to being plunged into darkness as my... <laughs> as much professional wrestling as I watch. But I was in, whatever my rant was, I was very much <laughs> I was very much enjoying it. Was it about Goldberg or we had done that? I don't know. Right. Going to go back to my news thing again. Spam the chat with comments, spam the chat with super chats. Do all of that and um and 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 and, and we'll get to it. Um otherwise, I mean again, I lost my damn I lost my damn thing. Xavier Woods did say he thinks New Day is by far the greatest faction of all time. He would say that. He's in it. I kind again, they're up there for me. I love the New Day. They bring me so much joy. Uh Nia Jack said she would be interested in enjoying AEW. And of course, everybody went so damn crazy. Let Nia Jax have a job. If you really don't like her, when she comes to the TV, just turn it off. Just turn it off. Remember, these <laughs> These people are human beings, for goodness sake. And the other thing that got people talking is that Paul White, the big show, said that he would like to have a match with Kenny Omega. Why was this even news? Why was this even news? Simon, would you like to have a match with Kenny Omega? Yes. Random person in the chat, would you like to have a match with Kenny Omega? Yes. You could ask my mum, would you like to have a match with Kenny Omega? No. I'd show her a Kenny Omega match. Oh, no, I was totally wrong. I would. Kenny Omega is one of the best wrestlers in the world. And one of the best things he does do is he makes everybody better. And that's not a diss to the big show, but he's past his prime just because of age. I'm past my prime because of age. And he probably knows that he brings something to the table because, of course, he does. He wouldn't have had the career he had without it. But he could probably put on a completely different match with him. And he knows that Kenny Omega is the guy to make him look good. Loads of people are like that. I'll watch Kenny Omega versus The Big Show. Why the flub not? I'll watch anything. Man, I'm going to die one day. I don't want to bring down the, <laughs> the tone here. Give me matches I've never seen before. Give me Roman Reigns versus Danhausen. Also, shout out to Danhausen as well. He, um, he tore his peck which is awful. I think he had surgery today. I'm a big fan of Dan and He's a lovely man. So I send him all the best and I hope he's doing all right. Uh, Rian in the super chat has a very specific question given that we did bring up ups and downs. Um, oh, it's Ryan. Sorry, Ryan. I apologize. Uh, what happened to retro ups and downs? I mean, look, I like to be transparent and honest with this stuff. People stopped watching it to the degree that it needed to be watched. Like, I love working for What Culture, and they send me my work, and they say, Simon, we want you to do this. And I say, okay, I'll do this. That's my job, right? I'm an employee. So if they don't want me to do retro ups and downs anymore, I won't do it. Do I like doing it? Yes. Would it be great if it came back? Yes. Do I always want to give people what they want? Of course I do. But I totally understand it's a business as well. So any kind of video that I do or don't do is because I've been asked or not asked to do it. And I understand that there has to be a bottom line attached to it as well. And it was a shame on a personal level. But it was more of a shame because people stopped watching it. It's the same. People go, well, you, why aren't you doing NXT? Same reason. Why did you stop doing Impact? Same reason, right? As awesome and as cool as this job is, there's still a, um, a professional nature nature attached to it. But it doesn't mean that one day it won't come back, right? You never know. So keep, keep your fingers crossed. Uh, somebody keeps asking, does merchandise sales dictate a wrestler's push? Yes, if you make the company money, they're more likely to push you because then they'll make you more money. But it doesn't always work that way because, you know, there's a thousand things. Look at Miro, Rusev. He was making a ton of money on Rusev Day, but we never went away with that because Vince McMahon thought he was taking the mick or the fans were taking the piss. Like, no, he's really good. Where is Miro too? I don't like to speculate on these things because we don't know. We don't know what's going on. Could be a thousand things. But I miss him dearly. I mean, he genuinely was like one of my favorite wrestlers, you know, in the current generation. I just, I loved everything that he did. And now we just don't see him anymore, which is a shame. Lots of wrestlers have vanished recently. I hope they return. Shout out to Kaito in the super chat. Interesting question, this. I like it. Ties into last week's stuff. Do you think Ty Valkyrie should dethrone Jay Cargill? Or do you think they're still holding off on Statlander? Seems like she was going to be the one before the injury. Well, my answer is this. It all depends on how long it's going to take for Chris Statlander to come back. If it's soon, I think yes, hold off. Because that makes sense. Especially given what we're doing with Darby Allen and MJF and Jungle Boy and Sammy Guevara. But if not, I think I would just give it to Ty. I think Jay Cargill is amazing. I think she gets way too much hate. 
I think people forget how uh, little she's done this in terms of her experience. I think for her experience, I think she's tremendous. I think people forget that look in wrestling is massively important and sometimes it's okay just to have someone that looks like that. But I do think she needs to be involved in the more long-term feuds. And I think right now we need to get rid of the... Uh, undefeated streaks I just don't think it does anything it doesn't get me more excited about her matches it doesn't make me hate her matches it's just kind of there and if Ty Valkyrie has been brought in someone with loads of experience and who gets it knows how to carry herself let's make her a star straight off the bat you know let's introduce her to people that don't know her by having a beat Jay Carga I don't think that's a problem however I think there's probably more worth in Chris Statlander doing it just because she's an AEW original so on and so forth one of the pillars etc etc but no like my big thing is anyone should always be able to beat anyone there was a match recently, and I can't remember who it was because I watched way too much wrestling. People were like, that went too long. It shouldn't have gone that long. That's how people talk. I'm like, have you watched real sports? <laughs> like, I saw Bournemouth beat Liverpool the other day in the Premier League for my American friends. That's not how they would say it at all. Soccer. And that was amazing, and that was cool. So sometimes, even if you are the number one contender or you are the champion, like when Kenny Omega fought Alan Angels, people are like, I can't believe it went four and a half minutes. That's great. That's how it should be. That's what I want to see. Sometimes you need squashes and sometimes you need surprises. Shout out to my man, Dan Lemley, always being a nice guy in the super chat. who says, non-wrestling question. Dude, what are you doing? People get mad at me. The Last of Us was great. Have you watched it? I'm not ready for season two. What is going to happen to drip for Joel? So I don't want to say too much about it simply because I don't want to ruin it because anyone hasn't seen it. And of course, you tune into a wrestling podcast so no spoilers here but i have watched the last of us i have two things to say about it one i think it's one of the best tv programs i've ever seen and i think the last of us video game the first one is one of the best video games ever i reviewed it for videogamer.com i gave it a 10 out of 10 and i stand by that and the real selling point to me was that my girlfriend watched it with me knew nothing about the last of us knows nothing about video games and she thought it was tremendous too it is a work of art as far as I'm concerned. It's flipping sublime, and I'll watch it again. Shout out to Trash POG, who has gone absolutely super nice in the super chat. My word, Trash. That is a very kind contribution. Genuinely taken me aback. Thank you so much. But you've tied it into... <laughs> You've tied it into the best thing ever. So I love you now. You are the MVP of this stream. Here's $50 to get you started on your journey to joining the maximum male models as Simone. Love your content forever and always, Simon. You're the light in a lot of our dark times, man. Love you and all of the chat. So I'm going to mention, I'm going to talk about this too. Apologies for people that don't want to hear this stuff, but you're always going to hear this stuff. So you have to... <laughs> You have to deal with it. Lots of people do message me, especially on Instagram. Cheap plug at Simon316. And they mention how my goofiness and my silliness and my refusal to take anything seriously actually cheers them up a little bit. And you have no idea how much that means to me, how much it puts a smile on my face, and how much it kind of makes me think that as stupid as what I do is, it does have... Uh, there is something. There is something to it that maybe I never... Well, I didn't envision happening. So if I've ever been able to do that for you, know that you have made my day as much as hopefully I, I made yours. Because um, I do care about everything I put out there. It's the only comment that ever gets to me. This Was it, this felt phoned in. Only happened once. My gosh, I imploded on Twitter. and I regretted it because it's a waste of time. But again, if I'm able to do that and just provide a distraction, that's a cool feeling, man. It is. So thank you very much. And I promise to be Simone within um <laughs> within six months of this chat shout out to my man spaz phoenix again check out his show in the super chat and he's got more crazy things he wants to manifest because he's chaos through and through one i quite like this finn balor beats edge he wins king of the ring i'm on board on his way to beating cody at SummerSlam. not against it i still think gunther should be the guy to beat cody but finn balor as a champion as a heel oh my gosh we're not ready we are not ready. And two, Simon comes and challenges for the Destiny title. No barricades, but maybe Angela, the audience. Man, if I can ever get to Canada to wrestle for Destiny, I'll be, I'll be a happy man. Again, the fact I'm going to LA over WrestleMania weekend, and I've got three matches, four matches. I don't know how I did this. I've never understand how I did this. But man, it's, it's a good feeling. Again, it's a motivating feeling. And my man, Bushin Ryukat, also says, what should AEW do with Claudio? AW or Ring of Honor? It's interesting. So we're doing Ring of Honor at the moment, ups and downs. Hopefully it will stay. Again, we talked about it. It's a good show. Like, it's a very, very good show. It is what Ring of Honor is. Good matches, back-to-back, -back, great talent, all know what they're doing, gets the style right. It, you can't not like it. I still think it should be 60 minutes. I just do. But maybe that's because there's so much, to, you know, resting on, on TV. Not everyone is always going to be, you know, watching as much as I do. Totally get that. So it's very specific to my interests. 
there is Eddie Kingston seems to be dedicated just to Ring of Honor now with that story. So he should become the champion. But then I'm like, well, I love Eddie Kingston, so I'd rather see him on Dynamite. It just would. It's a bigger platform, so it just feels more special. I kind of think it's the same with Claudio. I don't know what we're going to do with Claudio. He's clearly going to be factored in big on Dynamite because the Blackboard Combat Club have just gone heel. But then we can bring Wheeler Utah into this, who is going to feud with Shibata, apparently, over Mania Weekend. So I don't know. I think we need to see it play out. It, I... And I get it because you have to have the stars on there. Otherwise, no one's going to watch it first. Again, that's what Chris Jericho used to talk about with AEW. But I do get more excited when I see Dalton Castle and the boys. Or I see, uh, who else? I mean, even someone like Avi Davari or Slim J. You know, these people that I kind of, Silas Young was on on Ring of Honor last week. Somebody, oh, um, was Willie Mack on the show? I think Willie Mack was on the show. Just people like that, I think, get me uh, slightly more excited but again it's because i know that i can see it's a very very difficult one i don't know how it's going to play out but i truly do hope that it does well because i think the more wrestling companies doing well the better it's more places for people to work trash pog in the super chat says here's another 10 because we all want justice for barry the barricade (laughs) that's the other thing people are now bringing justice for barry barricade on signs to shows how lucky am i the only reason i started that is because there was so much outside violence in wrestling, I was like, you wouldn't do that if it was a real person. So I thought I'm going to give them names. Alan, the announce table. Uh, yeah, Barry Barricade. But Tina, the I forget him. Tina, the turnbuckle. Um, Simba, the steel steps. I mean, it hasn't worked at all. Timmy, the timekeeper's cable is my favorite one. It's like a cartoon I would watch. But honestly, man, you have no idea how much that lights up my day. Girlfriend doesn't get it. She's like, you're weird. I'm like, I am weird. But you you leave me be. <laughs> Just keep it up. It's flipping wonderful. I mean, there's a T-shirt now. Cheap plug. ProWrestlingTees.com. Force us sign Miller. Just check it out. Check out the T-shirt. I have to buy one. Just see what we've got. With all the ring names annotated on it. That shouldn't be a thing. But my word it is. Right, we're just going to go right into the questions now. Because people are asking loads of questions. And we've only got 12 minutes to go. Um, Michael Sop. Message retracted. It, it could have been anything. That could have been like, Simon, help me. <laughs> I need help. Ring this number. We can't. We can't ring the number. But Man Spaz Phoenix, would you ever change the name of the show to All Miller, No Filler? Look, we are going to have a big change soon. Again, i got my shelves up now. I'm going to wait for my big table to come with my logo on it. That's right. This logo behind me is on a table. And then maybe we'll have some fun with it. Maybe we'll put the Simon Miller show in the title and stuff. I don't know. Um, but I do want to broach like a few more subjects and things like that and make it bigger than just one hour. So any, anything is possible. I'd love to hear ideas. Probably not in the chat today, but maybe tweet me or Instagram me at Simon316. I don't want to say it's going to be like the Pat McAfee show. It's not going to be that. He's you know, he's way ahead of what I can do. But that kind of a vibe and that kind of a look. Because the budget is hell, right? <laughs> not that it makes a difference, but I just think it's nice to have good production values. But yeah, any, I mean, anything on the table, as far as I'm concerned, whatever we can do. Uh, Bobby B in the super chat. Appreciate you, Bobby. Thank you so much. Who says, thank you for helping me. Oh, man, you're going to get me crying, man. This too much. Thank you for helping me. Uh, thank you for helping me through tough times. You helped save my life. Pfft. Now I have a six-month-year-old girl <laughs> from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. I love you, Bobby. I don't know how to respond to that. That's like the nicest message you could possibly send me. So I'll tell you what I, I say to everyone. I try to reply to as many messages like this as I can. If I was able to help you to any tiny percentage, again, it's my honor, it's my privilege, it's my pleasure. Um, but you are the person that puts the effort in. Effort's not the right word. You know what I'm talking about. It's you that gets yourself to the position you're in now and you use outside determining factors to help you get there. So be proud of yourself. Pat yourself on the back. Remember, it's awesome to have a positive attitude, but you're also allowed to be down on your luck every now and then. You're a human being. You'll always you'll always find your way back. But it is very inspirational and very motivational for me, especially on days when making a video maybe a little bit harder for all the things we just talked about, to hear stories like that. So, Bob, all the love from me to you and your six-month-old girl. That's the coolest thing in the world. Nothing can ever beat that. And... Um, I mean, genuinely, I'll, this, this, what happens is this will pop in my head on a bad day and I'll be like, you know what, everything's going to be all right. Genuinely, that's what I do because I'm a cartoon. Shout out to the Hebrew Hammer in uh, the super chat. It says, Simon, man, this guy's got knowledge. When you did retro ups and downs about Rhino versus Bob Holly, no way out 2004, I have no recollection of this. And Cole's commentary about having big legs 
and imagine if they were wrapped around you. <laughs> I was crying with laughter. I don't know. People, all right, I give you the, I give you the secrets because people ask me all the time, where does it come from? It comes from two places. So I finished Raw this morning and I've written a script. That's why sometimes I get things wrong and that's why sometimes there's mistakes. I'm looking, I'm writing, I'm looking, I'm writing. I try and double check, but there's, there's not a lot of time. But even though there's a script, I don't read it verbatim. It's just there to remind me and to remind me of jokes I may have written. So I'd say 60% of it is that, but 40% of it is just ad-lib stuff that comes into my brain <laughs> when I'm rocking and rolling. And that would have been one of them. I don't think I would, I would, have, I would have written that. So <laughs> you, I love it. Dumb job I have. I always say this. Imagine when I was 13 and someone had told me this was going to be my job. At the time, you'd be like, what are you talking about? That technology doesn't even exist because I'm an old man. But my pleasure, dude, genuinely. And my man Tomas in the super chat says, man, why is everyone being so nice today? I mean, I don't mind. It's lovely. Hey, Simon, my mum thinks you're a very handsome man. Sweet. It's kind of crazy, right? I mean, we talked about this on videos before. Again, check them out on the channel. Subscribe. Simon Miller. Like the video if you're in the chat right now. It's always good. Um, you know, I got bullied quite a lot when I was a kid. Again, it's all good now. I'm over it. It's, it's not a problem. I use it as a, as a source of uh, strength as opposed to anything else. But to hear stuff like that, man, that's like, wow, man, we came a long way. We came a long way from someone putting a banana skin on my head. <laughs> We've talked about that story, too. We're not going to tell it here. It is um, it is a wrestling podcast. Right? How I got all my news out. That sounds weird. How I got all my news out. I think we've got I think we've got all my news out. I think I think we're done. I don't think there's anything else that we need to we need to talk about. Goldberg was the big one, I think. That's one that sent everybody crazy. And I've, I've, I've told you about Goldberg. It made my lights go out. It annoyed the Undertaker so much when he remembered the Saudi Arabia match. He um, <laughs> he turned he, he he turned the lights out. So let's just see. Uh, is Michael Cole a better announcer than good old Jr.? Not for me. But if you think Michael Cole is better, I totally get it because you may have grown up on Michael Cole. I do think Michael Cole is massively underrated. <laughs> massively underrated he had to operate within an environment i mean there's there's stuff out there that you can read that i'm not sure many of us would have been able to handle so massive shout out to michael cole dude has totally smashed it i think him and wade barrett are brilliant it doesn't sound like pat mcafee is going to come back sounds like he may sign with espn so that's mega dollar so i understand why he's doing that plus he just had a kid so congratulations to his family um, but I really like Michael Cole and Wade Barrett. I really do. I guess the other, we, we have to have the other conversation is um, Corey Graves. And why can't I remember the, uh, Patrick, I can't remember his name because I'm an absolute moron. I'm going to call him Neil Patrick. That's not his name. Somebody in the chat, remind me what the Royal commentator is called. I hear him multiple times a week. I think Corey Graves is underrated as well. I think he's very good at what he does. I like him a lot. Kevin Patrick. Thank you, Brain. Thank, I, I beat the chat too, because obviously there's a there's a delay. Kevin Patrick to me has got better in the last six months or however long he has been doing it. We still have a little way to go, but that's okay. I'll tie it into my own life. Somebody earlier asked me about acting, and very sadly we didn't get around to talking about that. And my acting is going very, very well, but it's a learning curve. And sometimes things come up that I have to get over. And I think it'd be the same with him. I don't think we should just give it for a month and go, oh, he's crap and get rid of him. Let's give him a year to grow and develop and evolve. Maybe he will never turn into the person they want him to be, but maybe he will, right? That's the key. And I didn't like it when he did one session and you had people, a lot of people who were in a very similar position to me, totally just ragging on him. I hate it. I'm not saying you can't be critical. I'm not saying you can say I don't like it. But when you get mean and when you throw a bunch of expletives in there, which does pierce people's souls, but this is so unfair. No one will have been more critical on that day than Mr. Kevin Patrick. And the last thing he needs is a bunch of idiots like us on the internet going, you suck, mate, you're rubbish. It's a high-intensity pressure job, and he's learning while he's doing it. So I send all my love to Kevin Patrick. And bro, genuinely, I think you're good. But I think you can get better, and I believe that will happen as 2023 goes on. That's the way I see it. Uh, massive shout out to Spaz Phoenix today. My word, my friend, you have been so nice to me in the super chat today, as everybody has. But make sure you check out his show. Um, Simon, much like anybody else, I'll say you all helped us through the lost years of COVID. Wow. So every success you find now is more than deserve. You won't give yourself... Uh, you won't G up yourself, I know. So we're here to do it for you. Well, it does mean a lot, man. And you know, maybe I kind of... Uh, laugh it off a little bit but the this stuff does stay with me it does i don't want to get too hoity-toity here but it does stay with me and it is a, an awesome source of positivity people say metal white so positive stuff like that talking of covid and he just got over covid oh my gosh 
It's, I've had COVID twice. First time it was bad from an ill point of view, but I didn't get the fatigue. Second time, this time, I just couldn't do anything. I was so tired. If you thought, if you thought there was a lack of uh, content from me, because there was. One day I just had to go lay down. I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. And thankfully I tested negative um, sort of middle of last week. But you're still getting over it, obviously. And uh, I had two wrestling shows this weekend. Holy crap, man. <laughs> just like a minute. I was like, slow down. <laughs> slow down. I got no gas tank. Oh, I got no gas tank anyway. I've totally forgotten what we were talking about now. I've totally been derailed. I'm just pumped for WrestleMania. And I'm pumped for Dynamite on Wednesday. Kenny Omega versus Vikingo. I know there's no story. I don't care about no story. I just want to watch a good wrestling match. There's enough stories in wrestling. Sto- I've lost it. There's enough stories in wrestling. I don't care. The story can be, look, do you remember what Booker T and Edge fought over? Japanese shampoo commercial. Do you want that story? Do you want for King go to pop up the screen and say, Kenny, I wanted to be the KFC sponsor. So now I'll be, damn it. Tony Khan, that's what you should have done. <laughs> We've all been let down. Kenny Omega, one of the best wrestlers ever versus for Kingo, someone that could become one of the best wrestlers ever fighting because they want to support KFC. And it can end with the Colonel coming out <laughs> And he screws one of them. I don't care who it is. You pick and choose. Oh my gosh, I'm so good at this. And then the the the, um, uh, the, the colonel takes off his disguise, and it's Don Callis. And that's how Kenny Omega wins. <laughs> don't tell me you don't want it. And if you don't want it, we can't be friends anymore. It's not true. I, I'm friends with everyone. Right. Let, let's just go through a bunch of questions. Really, really hard. Uh, Heroes of Wrestling or WCW New Blood Rising? You must choose one to watch or die. What do you pick? Heroes of Wrestling. They're both bad, but Heroes of Wrestling is, is hilarious. <laughs> it's, I can't believe it, um, it absolutely, absolutely exists. Simon, when you are you wrestling in Kent next, I'll bring the boys and we'll give you an up. I think in July. Keep an eye on my Twitter and I'll let you know. But I think in July. And thank you to everyone that came out over the weekend. Again, people saying such lovely things. It's crazy. Simon, have you seen Creed 3? No, but I'll definitely see it soon. Hopefully this weekend. Because I've got some time with my girlfriend. Uh, Miller, Mc- Miller McAfee and Cole. Can you dig it? I'll be happy with that. That would be all right to me. And someone says, I think Corey Graves may be returning to the ring. Hey, man, if he's happy and healthy and that's what he wants to do, that's what he should do. But I think Corey Graves is um i think he's good i like him and i think too many people go at him and the last question for the day is who do you think la knight will face at wrestlemania i wouldn't mind i mean now there's rumors it could be a stone cold steve austin segment if we do that i think it'd be absolutely tremendous i'm gonna actually say that we are gonna do that i'm gonna go out on a limb if not i don't know but i'd absolutely love it to be cameron grimes that interrupts him on the raw after mania and we do that nxt feud on the main roster because i love that feud i thought it was so much fun doesn't have to involve Ted DiBiase this time. <laughs> don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about that. But um, uh, yeah, it, I'd love to see that. And Cameron Grimes got himself in great shape. I'm so pumped that he's coming to Raw SmackDown. And I really hope he does uh, uh, debut on that Raw because you'll have the right crowd, which I'll be part of. And Cameron Grimes, if you ever see this, know that I would go totally bonkers for you because I think you're tremendous. Um, and someone did mention I got married this past weekend. My wife loves ups and downs. Can she get a golden up? Of course. I don't know your wife's name, but Mrs. Insert name here. You don't just get a golden up. You get a very, very special married golden up. It's the level of my creativity today. What I will do, though, is I use that to pimp out my cameo. <laughs> Yeah, end the show mostly because i love doing them they're not expensive deliberately so and i've done them for weddings i've done them for christmases bar mitzvahs birthdays some people just want to have a chat or ask questions that's cool too i love doing those personalized videos they're really they're just awesome absolutely brilliant and i will actually end with i have an idea lovely to see you. i have an idea who has done a super chat again i want to support and you say it seems like now a days oh my gosh i've just lost it I've lost the damn question because of stupid YouTube. It seems like nowadays the faces act like heels, especially when you look at Becky Lynch and the Golden Girls versus Damage Control. Why? We're not actually calling them the Golden Girls, are we? I hope that's not what we've called them. Uh, well, I mean, that's just 2023 wrestling. We blur the lines. I do know what you mean, but I'm not massively fussed by it, 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 it to be completely honest. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. Uh, I think as long as we get the, the story beats right, uh, that's the most important thing. Um, I'm intrigued to see what we're going to do with that. Again, apparently Trish Trash is going to turn heel. So maybe it actually ties into that a little bit. But no, I don't think you have to have super duper baby faces that are baby faces. I don't think you have to have uh, super duper heels that are heels. I think you can have some fun with it. And I actually think it's probably it's probably quite important to do that. 
Uh, right. On that note, thanks so much. This has been one of the best ones we've done since we brought back the live shows. It means the world that you tune in and you just have a good time. That's what it's all about. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. If you're listening on podcast feed, subscribe. You know, interact with it as much as you possibly can. Leave five stars. Um, where else have we got? Instagram and Twitter at Simon316. Patreon.com for Simon316. If you're into fitness stuff, grillamind.com for slash Simon. Simon get 10% off. Uh, they just got a brand new uh, protein out there. Oh my gosh, I got something the other day. It tastes so damn good. I mean, no one cares about that, but I'm telling you. Talked about my cameos. Talked about my merchandise. ProWrestlingTees.com for Simon Miller. So many dumb shirts up there, based, mostly based on the ups and downs stuff. So check that out too. And my Samson Athletic Tees. There'll be links in the description below. You can check it out. Mostly, just have a good time, man. Just put a smile on your face. Wrestling is there to entertain us and if we can enjoy it together all the better still we'll be back on thursday to do our big wrestlemania episode because then i'm flying out to wrestlemania come and see me if you are out there and there's no way to end this without me leaning over <laughs> to click the button oh no i pushed it too fast i suck at this goodbye